What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. We're here from the Fantasy Alarm family. And oh, baby, week three of the NFL season, Adam. <laughs> it's almost in the books here. We just finished watching the Sunday night game. Uh, Packers with a with a major like 30 second comeback here to kick the winning field goal. Uh, just a great back and forth game. Lots of stuff to talk about with that. But you know, overall, man, how was uh, how was your week three? I was mixed. There was some good things and some bad things, like I guess most weeks. But uh, some disappointing performances. But uh, you know, obviously, I have a lot riding on Monday to decide my fantasy matchups. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Kind of middle of the road, I'd say. Uh, what what were the what were the more disappointing things? Let's get these out of the way. Let's get you know get it off your chest here, Adam. Nice little like cathartic release. Lay down on the fantasy couch here for a second. Tell me which players hurt you today. Uh James White getting injured. Oh, yeah, dude, that was the worst, right? Crushed. Um <laughs> yeah, uh Tyler Lockett having a down game. I mean, he did get injured late, but he returned. Um Let's see who else. Uh, Jonathan Taylor only have him in one league, but that was disappointing. Continued, uh, continued disappointment for for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I don't know. Just the the scores certainly seem lower this week too. Um. Yeah. 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 There were there were a couple of. Uh, there are a couple of games that, that definitely went on the uh, on the under, you know. Almost that, all the games at one o'clock hit the under. Yeah, that that Giants Falcons oh, Nick game. Chubb. There's another one, Nick Chubb. Disappointing performance. Yeah, you know, it sucks when the dude rushes for 84 yards and people are like, yeah, it's a disappointing performance. But the, but that's see, but that's the other side of the lack of receptions. Because when you're running mm-hmm. for 84 yards and you don't score and you're not involved in a passing game, it's a bad week. So that's yeah. the other side of Nick Chubb. It is the other side of Nick Chubb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not the greatest. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, there, there are definitely some other, uh, you know. The whole Bears offense. Oh, dude. Well, I mean, <laughs> should we should we just start with that game right so there, right now? Mm-hmm. Get it out of the way. Well, you know, usually we, usually we like to rip the Band-Aid off and let Howard get the Jets out of the way first, but. Well, that um, won't take long. So that won't take long either. So let's let's start it off here. We'll, you know, for those of you who are just joining us, Adam and I, we just kind of go game by game, uh, give you the big stories and uh, and and the, and the winners and losers here. Um, and I guess, yeah, Cleveland twenty six to six. Adam says uh, a disappointing effort for Nick Chubb, only eight point four points. If you uh, have him in a uh, in a PPR league, because he did not get in, but. Yeah, I think the bigger story here is just how bad Justin Fields was. Yeah, and I, the game plan was terrible, too. Like, why are you letting him sit in the pocket with this bad offensive line? He was sacked nine times. Like, there was no RPOs. There was no creativity in this offense at all. And it's it's like they weren't prepared for Fields to start. I mean, 6 of 20 for 68 yards. I mean... Just uh, across the board, embarrassment, and obviously the whole offense. I mean, Allen Robinson's off to a brutal start. I mean, we've always seen him be quarterback proof. Uh, that's changing right now. Uh, David Montgomery, awful game. Uh, it's just, yeah, Darnell Mooney, one catch, nine yards, just atrocious across the board. 
Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it, it all starts with fields. I mean, you look at anything that Robinson or uh, or 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 Mooney did or didn't do, and yeah, it definitely just starts with with fields. But I I agree with you, Matt. You know, Matt Nagy had a really great year, like his rookie, his first year with the Bears, where he they went twelve and four, and then he has he has proceeded to suck each and every year since. And this is what this is his fourth year, um, coaching the Bears, and and this dude. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. He tries to, you know, reinvent the wheel on a regular basis. Uh, focuses way too much on on trickery and 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 stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it just it, it turns it, it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, they couldn't keep the football at all. They had the ball for twenty minutes. Uh, they ran forty two plays. Browns ran seventy eight. They had forty seven total yards. That is not. A joke. They had. <laughs> oh no, that's a joke. <laughs> total yards. The Browns had 418. So yeah, I mean, just throw it out the window, man. Yeah, that was uh, that was 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 disastrous. Um, some good things you can take away from this game. Odell Beckham actually looked pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. He made know, some good catches. Some... He was getting open. Definitely encouraging signs that you can start him going forward. If you didn't today, yeah. And uh, and Austin Hooper in the wake of uh, Jarvis Landry being out again, Austin Hooper delivers. So all of a sudden that becomes, uh, you know, the the tight end position just got less shitty. I disagree. Um, again, touchdowns are important for tight ends. He doesn't score this touchdown. You're not talking about him like this today. Two for 19, three targets. So uh, it's, he's still not a guy you can start going forward. He played 51 snaps and Joku 50. Brian, 33. Hooper ran 21 routes in the Joku, 20. So he had three targets. So you can't count on him. No, name me. You know what? I mean, aside from the. the he's the, still, he's top, outside. Look. Aside from very, the top tight ends, Adam. All right. Name name a, a, a bunch of tight ends who are consistently seeing the looks and are, and are producing. Okay. First of all, you you cannot put Hooper in that category. He had three targets. I just explained to you what happened. He doesn't score the touch. If he doesn't score a touchdown, you're not even having this conversation with me, correct? Probably not. Okay, so that's the point. But that's the rest. That's the whole tight end landscape after the top. They're touchdown reliant. This, you know, like you last week. Oh, Jack Doyle. What did Jack Doyle do this week? Nothing. So that's the that's the tight end landscape. So yeah, but I, you know what? I actually I put Hooper a little bit above Jack Doyle. Sure, but how much? Where are you? Okay, if you're doing rankings, where are you ranking Hooper? 12, 13? No. I mean, he's like in the 15 to 20 range with all the other shit. Well, let's take a look. Let's let's go to the let's go to the tight end rankings and uh and just have a, a, a quick sneak peek here for a sec. I will go, I will use your weeklies over at fancyalarm.com. You guys can check it all out there. Um I'll go to half point PPR because it slices it right down the middle. And uh, where do we got? Kelsey, better, yes. Waller, better, yes. Hawkinson, better, yes. Although Hawkinson was a real cock-a-poo-poo today. George Kittle, better, yes. Gronk, yes. Andrews, yes. Are we ready to say the Pitts is yet? Mm. Yes, he's getting the targets. I know today they didn't use them. You okay? You would really start Hooper over Pitts or rank him over Pitts? Come no, on. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they're they're not as far apart as you're making them out to be. They are, bro. They are not, bro. They are. Dude, Hooper had, Hooper had three targets, two for 19. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what he had today. I get what he had today. Right? He had five targets last week. Okay, five that's, 40. It's not, not great, a lot. But, but no, what I'm saying is, is that no tight ends are getting a lot. I know that, but you you like, oh, well, now we feel better about Hooper. I don't. Well, I mean, listen, here you go. Like, you know, Jared Cook, you know, Noah Fant, Goddard will see tomorrow, Tunyon, Jonu Smith, Evan Engram. I, I, you know, I'm sorry, but Evan Engram and Jonu Smith, I can't say are, are better than, than Austin Hooper. Where do we have him? Mike Gesicki, Jack Doyle. Cole All I'm saying is, is that, you know, I feel better about Hooper that he's not going to be sitting in the, the, the 20s anymore, that he's somebody who you can consider if you've punted the tight end position and you're just you're, you're, you're looking for a guy who's at the back end of the top 12. You know, yes, uh, 12, 13, 14, 15. Could they be kind of interchangeable? Yeah, probably. And, and you're, 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 not, you're not afraid to play the matchups there. But at least he's part of the conversation. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel good, you know, because we next week we could be talking about him having one for 18. That is true. But we could also we'll wait and see what happens uh, with his, you know, with his targets and, you know, whatnot. If, you know, we're, we're also looking at, uh, you know, Jarvis Landry being out for a while. I mean, obviously, also, you're talking about game script, too. I mean, there was really there was no reason to throw the ball whatsoever. I mean, I Baker threw it 31 times. And I was like, that's even that was excessive for what was going on in this freaking game. I also think you'll see you might see more people's Jones targets. Uh, he looked really good on his couple catches, made a nice catch on the sideline. So if that game script going forward is them passing more, it could result in people's Jones getting more targets. I would like that a lot. I've actually I'm a big fan of Peoples Jones. Definitely. I was hoping that he would be the guy who would step up uh in the wake of Jarvis Landry being out. Um yeah, I'm a big fan. Um all right, uh anything else about this game that you uh you want to crap on? Nah. <laughs> nah, I'm all right. Thanks. All right. Let's get the jet game out of the way. Um absolutely disastrous, but we knew it was going to happen. Like I'm sorry. Um, you know, it was a 10 and a half point spread, 10 in some places. Um, I didn't even, I didn't even bat an eye. Like I, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, Denver at home, their first home game. And it's against the jets. I don't care what the spread is. <laughs> Did I like it being 10? No, but, uh, I mean, come on. The, 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 the jets are garbage. Yeah. It's pathetic. I mean, Broncos defense, obviously great start. They get the shutout, ton of points there. I mean, there's not even much really to take away on the Denver side. You know, Bridgewater didn't have to do much. He didn't have a touchdown, so kind of sucked. Good matchup. You might have played him. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams scored. Gordon had more yards. Javante had a fumble near the goal line late. Yeah, that was a big bummer. Yeah, so um, he also caught three passes, 33 yards. Uh, Tim Patrick, solid, five for 98. Sutton, obviously, game script, five for 37. Hamler had a knee injury here. So, yeah, there's really not much to take away. And then... Uh, Corey Davis had 10 targets, five for 41. Elijah Moore had a concussion. Uh, Michael Carter looks to be the early down back, but, you know, uh, still rank of around 40 right now, uh, which means you are desperate. desperate. Uh, dude, you seen the running back position? I mean, 40, come on. Um, <laughs> 40 is you know, pretty good for Carter. 
Yeah, I mean, he got he got a lot of the early down work and had nine carries, but uh, and Tevin Coleman was out. But yeah, it's just kind of a disaster across the board. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> the return of Josh Allen. How about that? Buffalo, 43-21 winners over the Washington football team. Uh, Allen threw for over 350 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, he rushed for, for, for one touchdown. You know, I tell you, the big disappointment for me with Josh Allen, obviously, um, is more disappointment in the, uh, in the Washington defense uh, and, and their pass rush because Allen didn't have to run at, at all. I had that prop at 37 and a half. I had it over. So I figured Chase Young and company would, would you know, set him, you know, running around a little bit more. But I mean, he was like, I'll just set up right here in the pocket and I'll just, I'll just live here for 20 minutes and, and then throw the ball. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, another lesson, which we say year after year after year, and people still don't fucking listen. Don't waste the pick early pick on a defense. Watched it was what? Top three in every draft and people were- Every like, draft. They've been, they've been awful. I mean, you probably didn't even want to start them this week. I don't even, I don't even know where to have them ranked this week. Probably, I know, I'm pretty sure. Not that defenses matter that much, but I probably had them outside the top 12. Yeah, 16. See, so you're not starting them. Um, yep. So we knew this was a bad matchup. Uh, yeah, and uh, the other, the big thing that I noticed here was Zach Moss played more than Singletary. So is Moss now the guy? Uh, he played 45 snaps, Singletary 33. Uh, three targets for Moss, two for Singletary, but Moss uh, on the ground 13 for 60, Singletary 11 for 26. So everyone's going to have Moss higher next week, and Singletary will have the better game. So that's <laughs> uh, kind of just a split there. Uh, Stefan Diggs has yet to score a touchdown, but he's given you solid weeks. Eventually they should come. He was six for 62. Emmanuel Sanders, a uh, big game here. I wonder how many people actually started him though. Um, uh, uh, dude, uh, you know what? Andrew Cooper was on him like big time the, during the week. And, uh, and I saw a lot of people who did start Sanders. Oh, good. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I was happy. Kinda, I was happy that he was kind of undervalued in drafts. You know, everyone was talking Gabe Davis, but you saw and they talked about it. Sanders was going to be the guy and he is a little bit older. But with Josh Allen and this offense was as much as they pass. Um, and I don't have him in redrafts. I know I have him in a couple of basketballs because he fell. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, those, those three receivers, Sanders, Diggs and Beasley, you know, most weeks, uh, you, especially when this offense is clicking, you can play them. Uh, Davis is talented, but. He played 22 snaps. He's not in there unless they go four wide. So keep that in mind. Dawson Knox with an awesome touchdown catch. You feel uh, better about him? That's two touchdowns no. in a row. Two weeks in a row. I feel I feel I probably like him better than Hooper. Uh, he played 62 snaps. So he's on the field a lot. And he ran 36 routes, five targets. So, but again, it's a it's a lot of Sanders, Diggs, and Beasley. That's the problem. But um 29 targets between the three of them. Yeah, man, that's that's the thing. So um, I guess, like we said, tight end is such a disaster that I guess maybe you can put him in the conversation just because the uh, offense is so good. But yeah, man, if you don't, trust, if you don't have like Kelsey Waller and I know Hawk had a bad day, but if you don't have those guys, man, you are just like shitting your pants every week trying to put your tight end. <laughs> it sucks, bro. It's awful. I mean, I'm. I have Kelsey in the league. I have Waller, Hawkins in a couple, but I have leagues where I'm starting John Smith and um and garbage, man. It's just it's brutal. Yeah, listen, I um, you know, 
<laughs> I've, I've, I've dealt with it before also, but yeah, I did the, uh, the same thing. Um, I just made that move for the tight end. Still obviously a little disappointed. Uh, a couple of leagues that I've got Kyle Pitts in because, uh, you know, that Atlanta offense just can't seem to get going. But um, great game for the Bills. Uh, Antonio Gibson salvages a, uh, a crap day with uh, one catch for 73 yards and a touchdown. It's an exciting play. It was good to watch. But, you know, again, overall, kind of, uh, you know, I mean, the, 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 the end result looks okay. But if you, uh, if you actually track and you break down the day, uh, again, not a great day for Gibson. Yeah, he had another play, too, near the goal line where he dropped it. He might have scored a touchdown on it, and then they took him out and put in McKissick the next play. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, we all know Gibson can play. Um, this was obviously a bad game script for him because they were playing from behind. So he played 31 snaps, McKissick 25. Uh, but if the games are closer, you'll see Gibson still get more carries, obviously. He was 12 for 31 today. A tough matchup. Bill's defense has been good. So, yeah, you're just happy that he came through. Uh, but most of the offense disappointed. McLaurin, 4 for 62. Logan Thomas came through with a touchdown. But, yeah, I mean, pretty pretty bad offensive performance for Washington today. Uh, today. But, you know, they'll get back to the NFC East and be better. There you go. Life's always better when you're playing the NFC East. That's for damn sure. Uh, Baltimore just barely scrapes by against Detroit. It takes a, a, uh, a, an NFL record 66 yard field goal, uh, by Justin Tucker, uh, to give the Ravens the win in this one yet still very controversial thing here because there's all sorts of talk about the, uh, the TV play clock, um, which, you know, is grand. It's not the official play clock, but, uh, it had already run out. And then the, uh, and then the Ravens, ran up, you know, ran that play where they threw it out of bounds to, you know, just kill the, you know, just to get the timeout. Um, but I got to tell you, man, you know, I mean, what, what do you make out of this game? It's like, was Detroit good? Is, is are the Ravens just that bad? Where, where are we at? Well, remember the Ravens had a lot of players out due to COVID more so on the defensive side, but I didn't understand this game plan here. How do you only run a ball 22 times? And what are they doing in this backfield? Seven carries for Latavius Murray, five for Tyson Williams, and three for Devonta Freeman. Like, what what did Tyson Williams do that they're not running him? Because if you look at all the metrics, he's been good. I understand the pass blocking, but what does that have to do with early in the game? Like, why weren't they giving him the ball? It just kind of didn't make sense to me at all. Uh, so I don't know what they were doing there. And then Hollywood Brown had a horrific game. I mean, he should have had at least two touchdowns, maybe a third. Three. He dropped three. three. Yeah, he dropped passes, man, and pretty bad ones. So, um, you know, he was getting open and he's had a good start. You hope he could just shake this off and they go back to him next week because it was really brutal. Uh, Mark Andrews finally had a solid game over 100 yards. Sammy Watkins, four for 16. But yeah, I mean, Ravens were really fortunate to pull this out and saved a lot of survivor pools. You can thank Justin Tucker for that. Yeah, amen. Amen, brother, because I, I've, I'm, in a, I'm in a really big survivor pool. We, my wife and I have multiple picks in there, and uh, we used one of our picks on the Ravens. And I, I, you know, as soon as he kicked it, I like went running inside. I was like, we just got bailed out by the craziest field goals. Because he, he also – it didn't just drill it down the middle, right? Yeah. It, like, it hit the crossbar and then, and then bounced, bounced up and then yeah. through. 
Um, so, you know, you were like, you heard it go boing, and you're like, oh, no. And then it went through and it was crazy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The bailout on the uh, on the survivor pool. Um, speaking of survivor pools, anybody who took Arizona, you and I talked about this on the on the Fantasy Alarm live stream this morning. Um, we talked about trap games. And uh, and I said, you know, is there a bigger trap than uh, than Arizona against Jacksonville? You said yes. I agreed with you. We'll get to that game in a little bit. But uh, Arizona 31-19 over Jacksonville. Some crazy shit going on in this one here. Like stupidly kicking uh, a, a, a way too long field goal and then letting Jacksonville run it back 109 yards for a touchdown there. Um, Trevor Lawrence throwing bad interceptions again. Hey, we got a wake-up call here from James Robinson. Will Urban Meyer stay with him? Uh, and then what the hell, man? I thought A.J. Green was allergic to yardage. Dude racks up 112 yards. Oh, James Conner with a pair of touchdowns, too. I forgot about that. Unbelievable. I, you know, I just picked up Conner uh, this week just because I needed some uh, some RB depth, and uh, and I sat him for Tyson Williams. Yeah, no, it was the right play, man, because Connor wasn't doing much, and he's very touchdown reliant. That's the problem, man. Like he's he needs the touchdowns to come through. He's really not involved in the passing game, and so you have to rely on them getting inside the ten, and then you have to worry that Kyler Murray doesn't take the touchdown away because he did score a rush touchdown today. So that's the difficult part about Connor. You're never going to be like, okay, when do I start? So that's the problem. It's going to come down to more bye weeks. Um, Edmonds did get a goal line carry and was stopped at the one. Rondell Moore had a carry and was stopped at the one. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hopkins, obviously, you know, he was banged up, but he played a ton. So, I mean, I, you know, he played the most snaps. He really played 61 snaps. That was the most of the receivers. So, and he had the five targets, but I guess he was covered well or the injury slowed him down a bit. Um, and Rondell Moore, Played the same role he has the last few weeks, just less. You know, he's been the fourth receiver and he's been productive, but it did not happen today as he only had two targets. Uh, he played 22 snaps. 22 snaps. 22. Yeah. And everybody was all into him. So desperately into him. I mean, it was a good matchup and he's been productive. They've been using him. Yeah, 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 definitely. But he hasn't been... But he hasn't been seeing, like, you know, what, 20 snaps the first week, 28 the second week? Is that what he had? I don't remember offhand. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, he played 30. What kind of an analyst are you? You don't know it. I just said, Rondell Moore had 20 well, so snaps. So why are you asking me if you know your, if it's a fact? Because I'm, I'm testing you. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Edmonds did catch seven passes for 49 yards, so. That's that's the good thing, but you know that he's not going to get a lot of goal line carries, so the touchdowns are probably not going to be there. He's going to have to break a long run, and he did it today. So that's the thing. For as good as this Cardinals offense is, it's like, all right, you start Kyler Murray. Yeah, Edmonds is an RB2 in PPR, but he's not going to have these huge weeks. And then it's like, yeah, Hopkins most weeks. And then after that, it's like, I, yeah, I know Kirk's had some good games, but are you that confident to start him every week? You know, it's just – for as good an offense it is, it's like we don't have like, yeah, definitely start these guys. It's really Hopkins, Kyler, and Edmonds in a PPR. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, I'm waiting for this off like a like dramatic pause there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot about this offense that 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 you can love. Yeah, I mean, I think it needs a little a little bit more structure. Yeah, Kingsbury's not a good coach. He's really not, right? But I mean, you know, listen, you, you can't sit there and argue against if if Green and Kirk are going to get, you know, you know, see these targets, they're going to turn them into that. You know, Edmonds got good, solid opportunities there. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we're looking at it from a fantasy standpoint, obviously, because that's what we do. Um, but, you know, Kingsbury doesn't give a shit about your fantasy team. He's he's looking to exploit his own matchups. But not even that, though, the way he coaches and the decisions he well, makes. Well, yeah, that's, that's something I don't back. like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't really know, but yeah, it's uh I mean I, yeah, again, I there there are certain coaches who I, Matt Nagy, I don't like the way he you know his play calling and the way he 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 runs his offense. I don't love Kingsbury either. Um but you know, you know, the it's it's hard to turn around and be like, you know, I I think this these decisions suck and and he's 3 and 0 right now. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, one game was Jacksonville. and But, again, I think it's going to come back to be a problem down the road because they kind of did this last year, too. They did. You know what? We said the same thing about the Raiders, too. And did the, did the Raiders collapse today? Yeah, well, because Miami sucks. <laughs> but Miami covered. That's all that matters. That was what mattered. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sit here and complain about any thoughts on, on the Jags, James Robinson getting 15 carries, or you want to just move on from this stupid game? Ah, they suck. Um, yeah, I mean, Marvin Jones, we know he's number one, had eight targets. Chark did find the end zone, but yeah, his team is just brutal. Um, it really is brutal. It really is. I would love, you know what, if, if you can give me 15 carries for James Robinson every week. I'm happy. I'm I'm happy. You know, DJ Chark caught a long touchdown. Marvin Jones, well targeted again. James Robinson, six, six for 46 and through the air. So if, if, if Urban Meyer can turn around and actually make his lead running back, you know, just give him the workload. But they see the the thing is they did have a lead for a little bit in this game. Yeah. You know, they were yeah, up 13, yeah. seven at the half. So, I don't know if we're going to see that every week. And was that why, you know, because we've seen the other games where they were playing for Bonnie wasn't involved. So you feel a little bit better and it's better than week one when we saw too much Carlos Hyde. But I don't know if we could say, all right, yeah, we were in the clear. We can start with confidence. I don't know yet. I don't know yet either, but I'm, I'm, I can be hopeful. I can definitely be hopeful. Um, all right, let's just jump to the, to the Raiders Miami game overtime. Uh, it was crazy because Miami looked in control early. Then the Raiders just got back in and, and slapped the, uh, the the Dolphins around. But then the Raiders defense crumbled and all of a sudden Jacoby Brissett's bringing the, the Dolphins back to end up, you know, pushing this into into OT. Um, I'll get your thoughts on the whole thing. But hey, baby, come on. Miami touchdown, defensive touchdown at plus 650. Had it had it written up. I said it on the Andy Up podcast. I said it on the live stream this morning with you on Fantasy Alarm. Uh, I said it on the uh, on the DFS podcast uh, for Fantasy Alarm on Friday night as well. Uh, there was just like you and I said. There's just something about this game 
Now, overall, the Miami defense obviously gives up 31 points. That's not great. Not great, Bob. But fucking touchdown hit right there in the first quarter, Adam. And I put a hundo on it. So I was very happy. Yeah, it's a nice payout. So good call there. But yeah, I saw this spread all week. It opened at four and a half. And then we knew two was going to be out and Brissett's in and it goes to three and a half. I'm like, wait a second, what? I'm like, they are begging you to take the Raiders. Two and oh, great start. They're at home. Miami's terrible. I was like, nah, I don't see it. And then it looked good early, but then it didn't because Miami got outplayed for most of this game. And they got fortunate late to come back and score. I mean, did Jacoby Brissett ran like three straight times at the goal line? I'm like, what are they doing? They're like, really? Like, and then he scrambles on a when it wasn't a design run and he scores the touchdown. So I mean, geez, uh all these short passes. Brissett averaged 4.4 yards per pass and have Waddle had 12 catches for 58 yards. Gesicki, 10 catches for 86 yards, man. It was just like uh brutal. Uh, to watch this offense. But again, they did cover. That's all that matters. Um, Fuller played his first game. Uh, didn't play as many snaps as Waddle and Parker. I'm sure that was just because he just came back here. But the surprising part on the Raiders side is I don't understand. You paid Kenyon Drake all this money to be a backup running back and Jacobs is out and you're relying on Peyton Barberman. Amazing, I'm like, I just right? don't get it. And you can say, well, look at Barber's line. A lot of it came late where he, the Dolphins defense was worn down. But for a while, he was brutal. He had a fumble that he lost to. Um, well, he didn't lose it. Uh, he fumbled it and the Raiders recovered. But my goodness, I was like, really? Like, what do coaches love about Peyton Barber? I mean, he's the epitome of mediocrity. So I didn't understand that at all. 47 snaps for Barber, 37 for Drake. We knew Drake's more of the pass catching back, but was kind of stunning here. 23 carries to eight. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I just don't get it at all. And it then makes uh, no sense. And I tweeted this out. Uh, if you play in an overtime only league, Brian Edwards is a first round pick because he doesn't show <laughs> up till overtime. I don't get it. The guy's a good player. And then he's week one against the Ravens. Remember, he had like, uh, what, a catch late fourth quarter, like one or two. And then overtime, he went off. And then in this game, too, he was like quiet. And then overtime, a couple big plays, finishes three for 89 on five targets. Like, it would be nice to get him involved earlier. Ruggs looks way – Ruggs looks better, man. He just looks way improved. Uh, only four for 78, but still solid. Um, and Darren Waller, I felt like he was on five for 54 for like the second half and overtime. Yeah, he didn't really seem to – you know, I mean, I, I there was one target that I saw late. Um, in overtime, where I think they were they were going for the touchdown. Yeah, I think it looked like but, I don't know if it was a miscommunication or something because Carr seemed to be signaling something, but it looked Waller was definitely open, but the throw was way off. So way off, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. way off there. Um, I don't understand the Kenyon Drake situation either. You give this guy a two year, eleven million dollar contract for nothing, right? You you picked up pay. You 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 pulled Peyton Barber out of the trash. Yeah, dude, I don't get it. Like, okay, you want to use both? Fine. But we're really seeing a disparity of 23 to 8. And I know people are going to look at the box and be like, what are you talking about? He averaged 4.8 yards per carry. No, 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 no. A lot of those big chunk runs came in overtime and end the regulation when the Dolphins defense was worn down. But he did not really do much early on. No. 
Not at all. And then on the Miami side for me, um, Miles Gaskin. Oh, I said it. Jacoby Brissett, that selfish son of a bitch, is going to steal the touchdown carries as much as and he can. And Malcolm Brown. And Malcolm Brown. Yes, <laughs> I was about to say. And Malcolm Brown, too. It was just a, it was a, it was a huge douching move there. Um, and, uh, yeah. Did this, this game, you know, with the exception of anybody who started Derek Carr, because, you know, obviously, um, you know, 386 yards with two touchdowns, Good, solid fantasy day. I don't think there's anybody else who you would have normally started in any league who did anything of any consequence. Maybe Gesicki, 10 catches for 86 yards. Yeah, maybe Waddle. I mean, I kind of have him ranked as a wide receiver four, but there might have been some people that used him in deeper leagues. Um, But yeah, 12 for 58. (laughs) I mean, you'll take it, right? (laughs) My A dot is three. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So bad. So bad. All right. Let's uh let's go back. Let's go back in time. Let's all right. Let's do uh let's do Chargers Chiefs. Uh Chargers went outright. I had them uh getting six and a half points. So I was super happy about that. Um you know, I mean all right, first of all. The the dude on on the on the red zone channel, like I watch all the games and I have like multiple screens going and I'll turn the volume up here, I'll turn the volume up there, and you know, whatever. I, I turned on, you know, I had red zone going at one point when Mahomes threw uh an early interception. And they were like they were like praising him because it, or they were saying how cool it was because it was a no-look pass. And I'm like Really? Like, are we are we fluffing Mahomes still to the point where you're going to praise him for a no look interception like that makes no sense to me. I get the guy's talented, but come on, man. That was just that was brutal. That was uh, to me. That was just absolutely brutal. Um, I did like seeing Clyde Edwards Alaire finally involved. That was uh, that was exciting, especially because he coughed the ball up. Uh, and, and they still went back to him. So I was uh, I was I was very thankful for that one. Uh, another stinker for Tyreek. That wasn't any good. Um, yeah. And I guess, uh, you know, who, who the fuck is Jody Fortson? And what is Jody Fortson catching a touchdown pass for? Yeah, I think uh, what, I had 10 different guys catch a pass today. Yeah. So what is this, we're not is this used- little league where everybody's got to play an inning? We're not used to seeing that with this team. We're like, all right, it's Kelsey, it's Hill, and that's it. But not the case. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hill Hill will be fine if there's an 0-3 team with Tyreek Hill. Go send trade offers this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I I love the Chargers this week getting the points, and I thought they had a chance to win this game. You know, I talked about it and tweeted out this week. Going into today, Kansas City is 2-11 and against the spread their last 13. I mean, they just have not been covering and they get respect because everyone thinks of them as this potent team. So their lines are usually higher and they just haven't been doing it. So um, and the Chargers, their numbers are really good uh, in division games, being on the dogs in a row. So I I just love the spot for the Chargers, even Mm -hmm. though they tried to hurt themselves with penalties. Once again, that's the problem here. You know, I thought. With a uh, new coach that maybe it would change, but 
they still have some of the same old tendencies. I mean, they had a fourth and four, a key fourth and four, and committed a, a brutal penalty. The false uh, start that pushed them to fourth yeah. and nine, and they still went for it? Wow, they only had eight penalties for 50 yards. It felt like way more. Okay. Um, it, maybe they were just crucial. But, yeah, just I mean. Still timed. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, Herbert, great game. Kind of knew this going in. He had a – and that was the other thing, too. The Chargers' problem the first two weeks was red zone offense. They did not punt last week against Dallas. They just stalled in the red zone. And the Chiefs had one of the worst defensive red zone uh, teams. So, you know, a lot of things lined up. Uh, Eckler didn't do much on the ground. And they did take him out for a goal line carry, um, but still he got it done in the past game, six for 52 and a touchdown. And Mike Williams, I mean, again, like you just start this guy every week, you know, like, and I think it's to the point where, I mean, Keenan Allen did his thing, but it's, it's close between these two. The gap is very, very close. Uh, Allen at eight fifty and a touchdown, but Mike Williams is just balling out right now, man. And you got to feel great if you have him. And I do have him a lot of teams. He's been a guy that, I draft every single year and seven for 122, two touchdowns. Uh, just an absolute stud. You got to start him every week. I don't care if you drafted him around 11, 12. He's got to start every single week. Got to start every single week. Yeah. Um, 31 no targets doubt about it. 31 targets in three games. Yeah. Uh, a, a wise scribe once wrote, it's been a rough road for fantasy owners who have invested in Williams over the years. In 2018, he had fewer than 700 receiving yards, but racked up 10 touchdowns in 2019. He enjoyed his first 1,000-yard season, but managed just two scores. He was supposed to put it all together last season, but he never really seemed to click with Justin Herbert, who spent much of his time looking for Keenan Allen. Uh, blah, blah, blah. New head coach Brandon Staley and new offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi both said they have strong expectations for Williams this season and could push Herbert into a change in target distribution. Usually it's the third year for wideouts to break out, but it could be the fourth time that is the charm for Williams. This is Joe Lombardi offense, dude, funneling targets uh, over to the X receiver. Yeah, and it was mentioned in the offseason. Beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it. That was that that young scribe was me back in the day. Okay. I just read that to you from the draft guide. How about that? You like apples, Adam? Uh, Sometimes. I like them apples. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Los Angeles Chargers. Congratulations to any of you who have Mike Williams on your roster. Uh, Enjoy. Uh, Mazel tov. Uh, Saints. I don't know who this team is, Adam. They beat the Patriots 28-13. We were talking about that. I'm like, I don't know. Is the week one team that kicked the shit out of Green Bay going to show up? Or the week two team that didn't even show up and got their asses beat? I don't know what team they are. Um, They go in New England and get the job done. But again, from a fantasy perspective, there's another team. It's like, uh, okay, you can't play Jameis Winston. Again, 21 pass attempts, 128 Mm -hmm. yards, two touchdowns. We're playing Alvin Kamara, obviously, every week. 24 for 89. All right, more efficiency. But he got it done. Three for 29 and a receiving touchdown. Um, but, yeah, I mean, okay, if you started Marquez Callaway this week, finally he found the end zone on a play that Winston just dropped back, chucked it up, and Callaway caught it in the back of the end zone. I was like, wow, really? Um, <laughs> yeah. But after that, I mean, 
that's it. So this is a team that's just irrelevant from a fantasy perspective. Um, it's Kamara and maybe Callaway in a deeper format, and that is it. There's no one else. I mean, uh, we'll, the, we'll see. I mean, Callaway got no looks the first two weeks. Right. I mean, they also had the lopsided game, the one where they – Played from ahead. They didn't need to pass, even though Winston threw five touchdowns, but it was hardly any pass attempts. Uh, and, you know, I don't know when Michael Thomas, you know, week seven, six, seven, but I mean, he's the, I'm saying that's how bad it is. There's like, he's the only one you could consider, you know, when it looked like there was promise with the tight ends. Nope. Juwan Johnson barely played. I think he played eight snaps today. I remember we got yeah, excited. Yeah, he barely, one. yeah he, he barely played and, and one target for Trotman. It's horrible. Yeah, he played horrible. eight snaps. Garrett eight. Griffin played 30 and Troutman 51. And Troutman had one target on 13 routes. But again, they've had the – and they were playing from ahead and, you know, they just ran the ball. They ran the ball 38 times and 21 passed them. So they're a real tough – the first three weeks for them have just been not what you want as far as game script. So – but either way, you're just – it's Kamara. That's it. Kamara, and that's it. And you know what? New England, again, once again, proving that you never know who's getting the ball. Uh, I mean, Jacoby Myers had 14 targets, nine catches for 94 yards. Kendrick Bourne, six catches for 96 yards off of eight targets. Uh, Damian Harris didn't do shit. James White, obviously getting hurt, was a huge bummer. But, I mean, you know. Well, I, I guess because the Saints jumped out to that early yeah, lead that they were yeah. just like, forget the forget the yeah. ground game. Yeah, they put the Mac Jones attempted 51 passes. That's crazy, not what they right? want. That's crazy. not what they want. I mean, they were down 14-3 at the half, 21-3, 21-6 after three quarters. So this is not the game script they wanted. Uh, they want to run Harrison. Saints are a good run defense, so eliminated him. And then uh, uh, Janu had a bad drop that led to an interception. He actually played less snaps than Hunter Henry today. It was 52 for Henry, 30 for John Wu. Each had six targets, though. Um, and, yeah, you won't hear anything about this this week. So I'm letting you guys know now, okay? Because there's going to be no talk about this. But next week, the Patriots host Tampa Bay. Tom Brady makes his return to New England. You heard it here first. And no one's going to really talk about it this week. So I just wanted to give it some thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god adam you just you're you're a champion you're a man of the people i, I am, mean man. i just i give them what they want um but uh james white it sounds like the hip injury could be serious um uh, i don't know why but brandon bolden played the most snaps of the running backs he ran 23 routes jj taylor only played 10 and ran eight routes so i don't know because i think most people are like oh jj taylor time oh i don't know if that was because this was in the middle of the game and maybe they game plan this week and taylor does become the guy i don't know so we'll have to figure that out because brandon bolden never goes away well, we're not going to figure it out next week because Tampa Bay is just going to kick the ever-loving crap out of oh, yeah, dude. New England. There's no doubt about it. And yeah. Brady can, is going to set the passing record next week, of course. Passing breeze. Yeah, right? Well, of course he is. How um, fitting. Like, how fitting. It's like, I don't know what this guy did, but everything works out for him in life. <laughs> you, ever, you think he ever has diarrhea or anything? No, probably, right? Like, everything is good for him. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, the TB12 diet diet obviously prevents you know you know that kind of stuff. I was actually looking. I was actually looking at his. Uh, he has like some pre cooked meals. I was I was looking. I was like, hmm, should I purchase this? <laughs> uh, maybe you gotta go maybe to, I sh- maybe I should. Then I'll play softball forever. You got yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's your secret, man? You're like 54 and you're still run fast. TB12. TB12. I'm on the TB12 diet. Tom Brady is my spirit animal, and uh, and therefore I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get to it. Um, all right, Falcons 17-14 over the Giants. This game was a was a stinker from start to finish, dude. Um, it was supposed to be a much more high scoring affair. I mean, you know, 47 was the over under, but I think uh, everybody and their grandma was thinking that the over was coming through on this because you know the defenses are so putrid. But I guess it's uh, you know the offenses that are a little on the the soft spot. Um, you know, Saquon Barkley had a good you know an okay game, ca- caught six passes for 43 yards, which was a nice supplement to the 51 yards and a touchdown uh, on the ground. Uh, Kenny Galladay in limited work, uh, four for 64. Uh, Colin Johnson, the 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 the, the ex-Jaguar, like all of a sudden, oh, Sterling Shepard got hurt, Darius and, Slayton got hurt. Yeah, too. they both had hamstring injuries, so yeah, that's why. Jesus. That's just, that's that's aggravating. Um, on the uh, on the Falcon side, uh, you know, again, disappointing efforts from uh, from Mike Davis. Uh, why they're they're you know again they just they fuck around at the goal line way too much. Just give them the goddamn ball for crying out loud. Cordero Patterson seven carries for twenty yards, six catches for eighty two yards. Ridley eight for sixty one. Pitts was the Pitts again, two for thirty five. Um, my deep dive dart from uh, from Friday night. Uh, on alarm after hours, I went through uh, Fenstie's fantasy swamp and uh, I un- unearthed an Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah, three for 32 with a touchdown. Um, yeah, I mean, Pitts, I did see double teamed at times, but they have to do a better job of getting him the football. I mean, you spend an early pick on a tight end. Come on, man. Uh, but yeah, this offense just looks awful right now. Terrible. It looks absolutely terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, I, this game was a disappointment for, for me and just, in and just several ways, um, you know, I lost the, the, the bet on the, uh, on the over, I had a prop bet, uh, of, of what these two teams would do. That was disappointing as a, as a Mike Davis guy, you know, owner. Um, I mean, I don't own him per se. I don't want to offend anybody here, but you know, Mike Davis is on my roster and that just, that, that fucking blows right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I warned people before the year about Mike Davis. Uh, I did. I know you did. We, we okay. We but debated I'm, him on the show. Yeah, I mean, again, just remember this for the future. When your argument is, well, there's no one else on the roster, someone else can emerge. And the dude's 28, 29, never did it before. So now all of a sudden he's going to do it. He's not Derrick Henry. I don't care about Arthur Smith. He's not Derrick Henry. <laughs> I'm just getting out of this game. That's it. I don't yeah, even want to talk about this game to you anymore. Uh Bengals 24-10 winners over the, the yeah the pit crap Steelers. Whoa, oh baby. God. So Ben Roethlisberger. We, holy shit. Right? 
did you see that? Did you see that meme of like him sitting in the corner and uh, it's uh, they they say to point towards the uh, the worst quarterback in the AFC North? Have you seen I, that meme yet? I have not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig. Let me let me dig this meme up for you because it's actually it was uh, it was fairly clever, and uh, you know I hate to obviously celebrate anything the stupid internet does, but. I'm gonna send it to you in the chat right here, so you can uh, so you can actually see it. But give me your give me your thoughts about uh, how great that was. Uh, plus one forty five on the money line for the uh, upset special Cincinnati Bengals. Oh baby! Yeah, I certainly like the Bengals this week too. Uh, just Pittsburgh looks a mess. The offense is just so out of sync. Najee Harris led this team in targets with nineteen. He had 14 receptions for 102 yards. Even on fourth down at the end of the game, uh, Ben Roethlisberger checked down to him. Uh, 5.5 yards per pass attempt. Uh, it's just a mess. 58 pass attempts. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster got hurt in his game ribs. We know Deontay Johnson was out. Claypool did get banged up. He came back in, but interested to see if that's going to be a factor in practice. You know, sometimes things swell up. So keep an eye on that. Uh, I think De- Deontay Johnson was catching passes before the game, so maybe he'll, he'll, he'll uh, come back. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is just a, a mess of an offense. I mean, Chase Claypool had 15 targets in this game, uh, 9 for 96, so at least he came through. But just uh, atrocious, atrocious offense right now uh, for the Steelers. Terrible. Ben looks horrible. He, he just, I mean, he looks cooked. And yeah, you're right. You know, 19 targets to Najee Harris was just, you know, that's that's I I can't throw. Like I know he's got the pictorial issue, but you know, and take yourself out of the game or something like that, dude. Stop with this bullshit of like you want to be the hero. Uh, you know, you're you're dragging your team down in a in a massive massive way. So that sucked. Uh, on the Bengals side, dude, Jamar Chase. You know, looks looks solid, looks great. It's got that that nice connection with Joe Burrow. He looks like he's just going to be a good, solid guy. Occasionally, he'll probably go over the hundred yard mark, but you know, well, they this game they didn't need to do much. They didn't need to throw that much. Yeah, yeah eighteen throws for Burrow this time. Yeah, fourteen completions, so they were in control. And then Pittsburgh had the ball most of the game. But look, if you did a late draft. Chase was absolute thievery, bro. I could not believe how far he fell in some drafts. Oh, I was able to get, great. I got him in like the eighth, ninth round of some leagues. And I was like, really? You guys are leaving Chase here? Okay. Um, but I, I did move him down a couple spots. I think I had him 22, 23 before the year. And I did move him down a couple spots. But you should have gotten him if you used my rankings because I had him in the top 30. I just thought it was complete overreaction. We went through this last year. Justin Jefferson had a horrible preseason, and Jefferson wasn't even the prospect that Chase was. And look what Jefferson did. It was just overreaction. Oh, he can't catch. The dude didn't play football last year. It took him some time. Burrow played with him in college. It was a complete overreaction. So um, there are people that just got him for free. Uh, Not free, but really good value in four touchdowns in three games. Yeah, I know T. Higgins was out. That was a factor. And they played Thursday night. So we'll see if T. Higgins uh, can go. Give me give me more shares of Tyler Boyd, please. Thank you. We said it this morning on the live stream, right? What is this dude just not the most underrated? He's led the team in, in receptions for the last, what, three years. 
but never gets the respect that he deserves. Yeah, I mean, today was easier because T. Higgins was out. When Higgins is there, it's going to be tough because uh, they really don't throw to the tight end much, so that will help. Um, and we expect them to play from behind. They're a better team, and they're improved defensively, but they're not going to play Ben Roethlisberger every week, unfortunately. They'll, they'll, they will get it one more time. But that's going to be, you know, Higgins is a guy that has been getting red zone looks, so that's mm-hmm. the tricky part. I still think Boyd is third of the of the three, but, you know, it's like, He's still in that wide receiver three, four conversation, especially if they need to pass a lot. That's been the crazy part because the one thing, you know, if you looked at Burrow, you're like, well, look at the receivers he has. They're going to pass a lot. He really hasn't. <laughs> look at his pass attempts in the first three weeks, 27, 30, and 18. That's not what we drew up. I mean, he does have seven touchdown passes in those three games, but that's not how I thought it was going to go. Uh, no, nobody thought it was going to go like that. We we expected Burrow to be throwing 35 to 40 times a game. Yeah. No doubt. And, and now this week, uh, they should win. They're playing Jacksonville on Thursday night. So the Bengals could be three and one. Give me some Joe Mixon there, baby. Give me some Joe Mixon. Where is that game? It's in Cincinnati. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Well, while Adam salivates over that, possibly touches himself in an inappropriate manner, we're going to uh, take a quick time out here. Uh, thank our sponsors, pay some bills. We'll be right back to finish up these uh, game wrap ups here uh, after the break. All right, Adam, now that you've washed your hands, you're back in action here. Indianapolis. Watch. What's that? I didn't wash it. I'll do it after the show. Ooh. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I was just going to never mind. Indianapolis, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Titans win 25 to 16. Um, you know, I mean, Wentz played, but did not look good at all. Michael Pittman on a wide open touchdown. Yep. Miss Michael Pittman, wide open touchdown. Uh, I mean, he just he didn't look comfortable there. I mean, obviously, he still gives you a better shot at winning. Uh, than Jacob Eason does, but not great. Not a great day for uh, for Jonathan Taylor. Average for uh, for Pittman. Only six catches off of twelve targets because it was just it, Wentz was just he wasn't accurate. He was his throws there. There was just the timing was off. He was behind on the throw. So it is what it is. There, uh, Derrick Henry, another strong effort. Again, Derrick Henry seeing some some action in the passing game here. I mean, it's only three targets this no, week, but that yeah, that's that big is, for him. It is huge. And if I would have known this before the year, I would have had a <laughs> lot more Derrick Henry for he real. Yeah, he would have been a top three pick oh, no matter he, what. He would have been third for sure automatically. Yeah. I mean, look, the, the the concerns with Henry coming in was okay. Huge workload the last two years. I know he's built like an absolute truck, right? And he maybe he's the outlier, 6'3", 250. But we've seen in the past, when you have those workloads, usually it doesn't work out. So that was one concern. New offensive coordinator and lack of receptions. But man, you know, he's got, he already has 12 receptions on the season. 12. And I think he had... What did he have last year? Hold on. I'll go to his stats. Yeah, I think it was like 18, 21. No, I was like, uh, let's see. Receiving last year. 19, bro. He had 19 and 16 games. He has 12 and three. That is insane. If this guy catches 30, 40 passes 
And that's the thing. He was always a solid receiver. They just never threw him the football. That's why Arthur Smith sucks. No wonder why Atlanta sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that is huge for Derek Henry. I mean, again, they, they another big workload. Man, I mean, this is he's an he's amazing, man. If he gets through this year again and doesn't miss much time with another huge workload, that's just unbelievable in today's NFL for that to happen. It's just I mean, what do you have, like 34 carries last week, 28 this week? I mean, that's just insane. It is insane, but yeah. Yeah, I uh, I I wish I had – I keep using him in DFS, right? I just I wish I had, uh, you know, I, I had more shares of him in seasonal. I don't even think I have any shares of him in seasonal. I think I might have one. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jeez. Well, I, 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 know, I know I have him in best ball one or two, but – because I had like the three pick a couple times. So I'm like, all right, let me go Henry here. Let me go Zeke here. Let me go Kamar here. But yeah, just I wish I had more too. No, if I would have known passing him. But AJ Brown, what a start to the year for him. Hurts his hammy early, gets his donut. Yeah, so that was a bummer. Who the hell is Nick Westbrook? Ikeen. Uh, it's Russell Westbrook's brother. Is that Russell Westbrook's no, brother? Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I, I listen, you could have said it was fucking Didi Westbrook's brother, and I would have believed you. What's Didi Westbrook's father? <laughs> I don't know who the fuck this guy was, but his monogram looks like an eye chart. Yeah, Julio Jones got banged up, I think, too. He wasn't in there a lot in the second half. He played 35 snaps. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to have to see what's going on here with this team. Uh, but AJ Brown, I mean, usually hammies usually wind up missing games, right? Yeah, not, not good, Bob. Not great, Bob. Not great. <laughs> Tampa Bay against the Rams. Here it was the big marquee matchup, uh, which kind of went basically just like you said it would this morning on the live stream, right? Like, um, Rams strong passing game. You were big on Tyler Higby this morning. Um, you know, I was surprised that Sony Michelle got 20 carries. I'm sure you were stunned. You know, well, because they were playing from ahead. That's but why. Yeah, they were playing from ahead yeah. there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but so basically they got ahead and they said, All right, well, let's, you know, run out some clock and let's just run Sony Michelle right into the teeth of the defense. Um, but you see. 3.4 yards of carry, 20 for 67. Did have three for 12 in the passing game. But, yeah, if um, Henderson's out, I feel much better about Michelle in, in better matchups. This is one of the tougher ones. But Stafford got the job done. No one played Deshaun Jackson. If you drafted him in basketball, this is one of the weeks that, you know, you're like, okay, uh, I got at least one or two good weeks from him. <laughs> it just validated your 18th yeah, round you know, pick. <laughs> and Cooper Cup just is like, Unbelievable right now. And I, I think I had him ranked three or four wide receiver this week. So uh, it's justified. I mean, we're just going to roll with him uh, going forward. I mean, Stafford definitely loves him. I mean, it's pretty clear. I know those with Robert Woods are kind of frustrated right now. I still think it'll improve. Um, he is still on the field a lot, running a lot of routes. I know you don't want to hear that, but you have to look at the big picture. And you have to think at some point defenses are like, all right, can we we got to pay more attention to Cup because we can't have him <laughs> beating us because, um, yeah, Woods played 57 snaps, Cup 53, uh, but 12 targets for Cup, six for Woods. Uh, so, 
yeah, I mean, if you have a cup right now, you are feeling great. Yeah, definitely are. You definitely are. Um, yeah, just great stuff all around for uh, for Cooper Cup. Uh, on the Bucks side, um, you know, Tom Brady chucks the ball fifty five times. Not not very successful. Four hundred thirty two yards, but only one touchdown. He did yeah, run one in too. Yeah. So I mean, say ran one ran one in. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was another Evans week. Eight for eight, eight for one oh six. And Godwin. Um, Godwin had a rushing touchdown, so they Godwin. had about the same about the same in a PPR, yeah. which we expected. They were both good plays with no Antonio Brown. Uh, Gronk got hurt, but then came back into the game, so he was all right. Four for fifty-five. That is a victory at the tight end position these days. <laughs> Seriously, it is. Yeah. Dude. Um, Gio Bernard managed nine catches for fifty-one yards and a touchdown. Fluke. Very much a fluke. One of the passes that he caught, he was actually on, on the, ground. the ground on yeah, his back. Oh my god! And, yeah. and Brady just threw it down at him. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Here, take this. <laughs> Here's your PPR score, and right here. I was like, what? What the hell was that? Oh my god! It was hysterical. Hysterical. Um, hey, Leonard Fournette got the start in this one here. Yeah, great. Uh, I mean, look, he's the preferred back, but they fell behind and uh, figured, again, figured this was going to be a pass-heavy game. It was. Uh, yeah, I mean, you never feel good about starting the running backs, uh, but if there is one, it is Fournette. Again, Geo, the game script just led to Geo being on the field a lot. I don't see Tampa having many games like this and especially don't see it next week, Sunday night in New England. Oh, they're playing New England next week? I had no idea. I know. I just looked. No one knew about it either. No one's even promoting it. It's ridiculous. I, I, I can't heard, believe it. I, I just I, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, neither have I. Um, all right. Well, I mean, maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we won't. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but... the media might cover it. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I we we are the media, Adam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure if we're going to cover it. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Is it important? Not really. I mean, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I know how much you love your revenge game narratives. Well, who's it revenge for, though? Is it for Belichick or Brady? Exactly. Oh, so this way you guys win either way. Win either way. Yeah. Because if Brady wins, up, oh, Brady revenge. If Belichick wins, up, oh, see, he's the best. Yeah, it was all Belichick. Brady did nothing. Can you map this? I cannot see New England winning that game. I don't see any chance. The no, line is they're six. terrible, dude. The line is six. It's the line six. is only six? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just going to say it right now. It's a no bet for me. Oh, really? Because 100%. I want nothing to do with it. Narratives and storylines and shit. Narratives, storylines, oh, all, here, all here. the bullshit that goes on with, with this matchup, right? And, and, and seriously, like, there's just, yeah, Brady wants to prove himself. I'm sure Belichick probably like, I don't need to prove myself. Uh, I'm the reason that that fucking kid's got rings all over his hands right now. I know Brady's weaknesses. We're going to take it away. Right? <laughs> what are you saying, Ron? Yeah, I know, I know Brady's weaknesses. We're going to take those all away. Yeah, well, you know. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, here's a guess for you. Did you look at the lines for next week yet? No, not yet. Bills at home against the Texans. What's the line? Bills at home against the Texans. Um, it's got to be like minus eight and a half or nine. <laughs> <laughs> not even close, bro. 
What is it? Minus 17. Get the fuck yeah. out. 17. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. That's that's nuts. Minus I don't seven. know. They uh they lost to the Panthers 24 to 9. So in Buffalo, the way Buffalo looked today, I know it's a high number, but mm. Mm. wow. That's a lot of points. It's a lot of points, my friend. It's a lot of points. We'll think it over. We'll think it over. Bills covered that today. The Bills definitely covered that today. No doubt about it. (laughs) No doubt about it. Uh, Minnesota, big winners uh, over Seattle, 30-17. to Uh, Minnesota was like a a point and a half underdog by the time that this game started. Mm-hmm. So nice game for them. Dalvin Cook does not play. Alex Madison does play. Uh, 112 yards on the ground on 26 carries. Um, six for 59 in the passing game. He did not get into the end zone. But Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Tyler Conklin jumps into the uh, into the, the tight end conversation there. Um Kirk Cousins, 323 with three touchdowns, man. Everybody just, you know, hates on this dude and says it's a run-first offense. Well, it is, but still seems to open up things for the passing game. Um, I was more surprised at the fact that Minnesota's defense held up in the wake of, you know, the the, the Seahawks. Like, I knew that the Seahawks' defense was, you know, was going to crumble like day-old coffee cake, but. Damn, I was I was uh, I was surprised that Seattle didn't score more than 17 points. They only had the ball for 24 minutes, and this has become a problem for Seattle. They ran 52 plays this week. I think they've run like 52, 53, and 53. Like that is, I don't know what is going on. Why they? Because they just, I mean, it hasn't really hurt in fantasy because you're starting Wilson, Metcalf, Lockett, and Carson, and that's it, right? So even if you're running that few plays, those guys usually produce. Um, but that has been crazy for Seattle the first three weeks. They just really haven't run many plays. Uh, Carson did get hurt in this game late. Um, so keep an eye on that. I think it was a hammy. He only played 23 snaps and Collins played 14, but I think Collins had one carry, right? Yeah. No, two carries, two for eight. So, um, and Lockett obviously got hurt. We talked about it earlier. Knee injury, it looked bad. Everyone was on the field, and uh, he came back out. So, again, you still want to monitor that because in case they're swelling, hopefully he's fine. As someone who has him in a lot of leagues, I need him. And uh, DK Metcalf, obviously, we knew he was going to have that big game at some point, and he did today, 6 for 107 and a touch. Yes, indeed. Thankfully, DK. Uh, Well done. Well done. Um, all right. Well, and you guys are gonna have to monitor obviously Dalvin Cook's situation here. Um, and just see about his uh his ankle. But oh, is it isn't this the perfect reason to handcuff, right? Madison running in this system. I know he didn't show a whole lot last year, a lot of new shit for him last year, but I think he's got it now and uh and he knows what's uh what's being required of him. So good stuff there. Um Green Bay, San Francisco. Uh, again, this is a good back and forth here. I think we we let off with this game, though, didn't we? Can we talk about it in detail? Not Trey really, Sermon no. got to the end zone. Hey. 
Yeah, I mean, only 10 carries, though, for 31 yards. And early in the game, I I don't even remember seeing him much at the goal line, but he did get the touchdown if he used them. Two catches for three yards. Kyle Juszczyk, they used quite a bit. He had four receptions for 37 yards in the touchdown. So I don't know if this really inspires confidence with Sermon. Uh, I think Elijah Mitchell's still the guy when he's healthy. So um, Kittle had a, a, a good game. I figured he would. Didn't find the end zone, but seven for 92. Got to get him the ball more. I mean, he is so good after the catch. Um, Debo Samuel, five for 52, had 10 targets. And Brandon Ayuk, yes, he is alive. He scored a touchdown. He did have a drop, too. He Pretty did have a drop. Answer. But it was, you know what, though? It was nice to see two guys who were residing in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse both get in on the action tonight. Yes. So good for them. Good for that. Uh, Devontae Adams, man, did I get scared that he was going to end up with a big concussion there. He took a a helmet-to-helmet shot, but came back in later on after being in the blue tent. 18 targets. 18 targets. Like, you know, uh, I get it. Najee Harris had 19, but 18 targets for Devontae Adams. Um, MVS, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, he gets into the end zone, three for 59. I mean, this was all this was all the Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams show. Yeah, and that's usually how it is. And that's what we love. Um, you know, uh, A.J. Dillon has not looked like he did last year. Uh, six carries for 18 yards. Uh, Aaron Jones, obviously. Aaron Jones was he kind of limped off late. Um, I don't remember. Did he come back in? I don't remember. I mean, they had the two passes late, so I don't know if he was on the field, but I haven't seen any update on that. But he he jogged off gingerly um, late. Um, but Devontae Adams, you said, one of the safest guys. And, um, you know, MVS was disappointed the first two weeks. In the right match, can you use him? I guess. But you have to be prepared for that two for 18. But he's capable of a big play. Rodgers made a phenomenal throw on that touchdown. And, uh, yeah, Robert Tunyon won for six. Mm. Gotta love tight ends. Gotta love those tight ends, baby. No doubt about it. All right, so those are the uh, th- those are the games. That's what went down. We'll obviously be tracking some of the uh, the injury news. We didn't have anything, you know. I mean, we had some injuries there, but you know, we haven't heard anything about you know like really horrifying, terrible, nightmarish things. Although James James White sounds like he's going to be out for quite some time. Yeah, and I will just have to wait for some of the others. Yeah, yep, we'll see. We'll see what happens. More injury news will be announced uh, on Monday and, and uh, obviously on Tuesday as well. Um, all right, let's uh, let's wrap things up here, Adam. Uh, Monday Night Football, your Dallas Cowboys hosting Philadelphia Eagles. The line is down to three and a half now. Um, I've already staked my claim on the Eagles Westgate Super Contest and uh, the Golden Nugget. I'm actually getting four. Uh, those lines locked on uh, on Wednesday. Um, and yeah, this would. Uh, oof, so far, I'm five. We're, we're five and one in the in the Nugget this week, and three and one in the Super Contest. So Eagles uh, Eagles landing it here for us would be. Uh, absolutely stellar. How do you uh, how do you see this game panning out with your Cowboys? 
I think they should win, but I will take the Eagles getting the points. Could be a close game. Dallas has just so many problems on defense right now. Essentially, the whole defensive line is out. Ken O'Neill is out. Donovan Wilson is questionable. Uh, I know Eagles, uh, you know, without Brandon Brooks, Brandon Graham's out. Um, but Cowboys were one and seven against the spread of the last eight games as a favorite. Uh, Philly should put up points in this game. Uh, Dallas did win last week, but they gave up a lot of yards to the Chargers. Just the Chargers could not convert in the red zone. So uh, I think you're going to see points in this game, uh, but I think it'll stay close. Uh, I think Dallas will win by three. You think Dallas will win by three? Um, You like the over the under in this one here? The over. I think there's points. I think uh, Dallas has shown the ability to move the football on anyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... I think they're going to put up points, but I also think the Eagles will be able to put up points on this defense. So um, uh, they did. Uh, Mike, Michael Parsons did a good job last week putting pressure on Herbert, but they don't really have anyone else. That's the problem. Uh, so I, I think there'll be points in this game. So I'll take the over. All right. Give me one fantasy star from each side. Uh, Devontae Smith for the Eagles. And uh, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Give me one fantasy disappointment from each side. Uh, hmm. I mean, Philly doesn't have many players that we rely on. Uh, I don't see anyone on Philly. I think no, so, be- so you see Miles Sanders having a good solid game. Dallas Goddard, Devonta Smith, Jalen Rieger. Like those are the, those are the main guys. Jalen Hurts, I mean, obviously. Goddard could because Zach Hurts is going to play, but I I think he'll be okay. Okay. And for the Cowboys, Tony Pollard. You see a a, a dud game for Tony Pollard. Yeah, I mean, because everybody's so excited about him now. Yeah, yeah everybody's like, like super pumped about like starting him. Yeah. So so he should shit the bed with like four carries for eight yards. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, he'll probably be a little bit more about, but maybe not find the end zone and not produce like he did last week. Eight carries for 19 yards, two sure. catches for 11. If it means Zeke has two touchdowns, I'll take it. Oh, from your lips to God's ears. It'd be very nice to see that. Um, all right. So you like the over, you like the, uh, you like Dallas Cowboys to win, but you like the Eagles to get the points. Uh, I already staked my claim on it. Um, so, all right. Beautiful. Great stuff. Um, Adam and I will be back, uh, you know, right after the, uh, the, the Dallas Eagles game. We'll see, uh, we'll see what was going on. Uh, you guys will be able to find, uh, I'll have a showdown write up, uh, over at fan or dfsalarm.com if you want to go check that out. Um, yeah. And, uh, happy week three, everybody. Hope you all, uh, hope you all won your games. Hope you all won some money playing DFS. Hope all your betting uh, tickets cashed. Um, for Adam Ronas, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Andy Up, and we'll catch you next time.